So hi guys, welcome to another episode of 20-somethings Rant live podcast. Um, as usual, this means that I have guests with me in the house and I'm excited to be here with people. But you know the most amazing thing is today is just us 20s, which actually means today we'll be ranting, just like the podcast says, 20-somethings Rant. So if you're excited about that, you should definitely join me or stay tuned to the very end, okay? All right, so guys, today we're going to be talking about life after COVID, life since COVID happened and how it has affected us as 20-something. Oh, and just before we go in, I'd like to say that happiness, you just want yourself a pack of Wilson lemonade because you got here first. So after this, we'll talk about how you get that. Yay! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everyone who is the first person to join at every live podcast is definitely going to be a gift. So happiness just got herself a pack of Wilson lemonade. So next time, somebody else probably will come early. But now moving forward, I'm going to start with happiness. So happiness, tell me, has it been for you since COVID happened? So I decided rather than sit idle since I'm not going to work and my job is not such that um, I have to sit at home to do. I decided to do an upgrade in my um, business. So I have a job on the site. Like um, I make fascinators, buy hand fans, so that like it's another branch of my culinary business. So that's what I'm working on. Wow, it's, been, it's been tough somehow. I try to check up on friends that are getting depressed from sitting at home. <laughs> but what can we do? Well, that's really nice. So basically. Since COVID, you've gotten a new job. You're also expanding your business. Wow, it seems like COVID actually did you a miracle. That's amazing. Well done. Okay, so now ask Soma. Hi, Soma. So how's it been for yeah. you? <laughs> okay, I wouldn't say it has been nice so far, but one thing I would say is that this whole pandemic has made me, you know, come back to my senses. If there's anything <laughs> like that, we strategize. And then, you know, put things in order. So I had already started things. Although I started things I used to do before, but I gave up. Let's just be like that. I gave up and then I thought maybe I couldn't continue. But ever since this pandemic, I had put my whole effort, you know, my mind to whatever I, I always do. And then, you know, I've just been taking it from there. And so far, it has been so good. Wow, well done. But wait, do you work or do you, are you schooling or you work? I'm a student and I also do other things inside. Shame, I do. She's a 20 student. <laughs> she's also hustling. I wish I was like you. I've had plenty of money back in the day. <laughs> but then we're busy spending and not making any. Well done, then. Well done. But wait, Thank you. Are you also, I heard that students were protesting. Did you protest? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was just secretly praying everything would just go back to normal okay okay yeah because it's been a long time especially for students mm -hmm. university students yeah all right then we can only hope for the best okay so let me ask dio has it been for you since covid happened um the beginning of covid was hell it was hell you know uh there was an incredible well not unexpected decline in um in uh in orders and um, you know, people were not making. Oh, you know, I make clothes. I'm a fashion designer. 
people are not people were not really making clothes because <laughs> there was no events there was there was lockdown and everything uh, april was the worst it was the worst i had like just maybe two orders in the whole of the month you know so it was really crazy but what i did was uh, I, I didn't want the whole period to go without me taking something out of it. So I did a lot of sketching. I did a lot of um, planning and re-strategizing. And once a little part of the um, lockdown was was lifted, I went to the market, got fabrics. Now I, I created the designs and then I went for a shoot for the designs. And so far, right now, the designs are actually selling. So I feel like I was able to take something out of the covid era and everything though covid is still very much around but you know it's more relaxed now and yeah. people have even started going to parties and others have been <laughs> coming back in so that's how it's been wow i can definitely understand that because just a few days ago i was talking to a friend who's also a fashion designer and he was like yeah. yo i don't know if the enemy is portraying me there's no sales and i'm like how dark yeah. enemy is not portraying you you're feeling people are not after you i know events I know, right? So, he was really saying talking about it. About gradually, people, especially here in Oyo State, here in Badon, people are out of the, the corona frenzy. People are back partying every Saturday. You see a lot of parties and all of that. So life is getting back to normal. Wow. Congratulations. I'm, I'm happy to hear that Thank life you. is getting back to normal. So we spoke to Happiness has talked about work. Um, Soma has talked about school and how COVID has affected her as a student and now Dio has spoken to us about how it has affected him as a fashion designer. So I'm just going to talk about mine because I'm not restricted. COVID has also affected <laughs> Yes, okay. So basically for me, what COVID did for me was first I had pay cuts. Yes, because as a work, you're working for people. First, I work with a travel agency or a travel brand. And so they were the most hit by the COVID because, of course, nobody could travel. People were all locked down. So how do you expect them to pay you, right? So it was more of a case of I had to deal with pay cards. I also had to deal with, I was supposed to get an increment from job, from work, but then COVID happened. And then we can't even have that conversation again because it's like, don't you know that the company is not making plenty of money? <laughs> <laughs> right now and so that will happen and so but the beauty of it is i'm working from home so i just like think about it like okay the money i would have used for t-fair the money i would have used for the stress and all of those things mm -hmm. that would have happened if i really was going to the office every day i just say okay no problem it's still a win-win for all of us so that's what has been up for me so now i'd like to access then we've had all these ups and downs due to covid but then how have you been mm -hmm. able to um how have you been able to challenge yourself or get out of it? Personally, I think one thing that's helped me is because I do a couple of things. So like first the podcast. So this gives me inspiration sometimes. Sometimes when I'm just talking to people and I just listen to them, it just helps me come out of any mood where I'm in and I'm feeling bored or feeling depressed. Also, I get to, I work with um, a production company. So I started editing, I started learning stuff while working with them and doing all of these things that helped me not stay bored and actually made me active during COVID. So tell me, let's start with Dio. How have you been able to pull yourself out of COVID? Because I know, like you mentioned, it was really bad. 
I'm sure that there were times when you were probably down in those three months. Was it two months of lockdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you do to get inspiration? Or what did yeah, you two, do two to three months. You get depressed? If you look at Korean movies, there's a lot of inspiration in the fashion world, you know. So I was able to incorporate all these into my sketches. At some point, I took, um, I started a data science class started at that time. And then I started affiliate marketing too. So those are the things that were keeping me um, busy during all the um, COVID era. Okay, nice. I guess nice. That's nice too. It's productive and it would help your business at the end of the day. Well, I didn't know that Korean movies would actually be great for fashion designers. <laughs> well, definitely I'll pay attention yeah, to now. <laughs> okay, then. So, Soma, so what have you done to make sure you stay sane and you're not depressed and all of that? Remember I told you that, like, aside school, I also do other things on the side, yeah? Yeah. So, yes, I fell in love with almost everything I'm doing on the side. And it has just been a thing for me where I wake up, constantly pray that, oh, you know, we should get back to school. And then continue the things I love doing the most. And that's just, you know, how it has been for me from, you know, when this whole stuff started till now. And I don't even think I want to go back to school. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, you're enjoying being at home so much that you don't know if you want to go back to school because <laughs> this whole thing has just been bliss for me not the pandemic but like what i do yeah and to me i don't just want to stop but i have to graduate here yeah you have to what level are you in by the way 400 oh wow you're a final year student you should definitely be praying for them to open the <laughs> So you can graduate like ASAP. <laughs> I, for that, I just can't wait. <laughs> okay, then. Well done. Well done. Now let's talk to happiness and hear what she has been doing. Okay, for me, what did I really do? Okay, my office during the lockdown decided to have a, a business kind of academy. So um, the first class that they did was on Excel. So we did basic Excel class. Me personally, I've not really been a fan of maths. Um, I know that I did computer training, the Excel and the works, and I haven't really used it. So voila, it was just, I think after the first two class, I was lost. And I was wondering, God, when the test will come, what will I do? So I kept telling myself, when you're getting married, you have to marry somebody that knows math so that your kids will not have to suffer because I could not just, I could not understand it. I was just lost. But at the end of the day, I think I did the, the test after the class. So just average, I got 50. But apart from that, I, I listened to some people that had gone far ahead in my millinery business. And um, some of what they said inspired me because for some time I just got discouraged and I was like, you can't keep making stuffs and you're not selling them because somebody comes to you to make a particular thing and you put in so much time, effort to make this thing and you tell the person, oh, this will cost so and so amount after you have done your um, costing and all. And the person tells you, no, that woman in the market will sell at so and so price, at a ridiculous price. And you'll be wondering, okay, if I'm making this and I'm putting in time, effort, creativity to make this, and you expect me to make it like the woman in the market. What am I supposed to take out of it? So I, I just got discouraged and I was like, okay, I know how to do this. And let me just keep it on pause. But after listening to them, I decided, okay, 
let me just do a major rebranding. So I registered the business because I know that once I do that, I know it's official, official. So I did the registration. I decided to go for an advanced class, which I'm doing now for vines and all. So that's basically what I've been doing. And I think it has been helping. Wow. I think from listening to everybody, it basically means that despite the fact that COVID was a hard time for most people or for most of us, we have really gotten something out of COVID because... I personally, I for the first time, I actually paid for a course online. I usually don't pay for courses online because I'm like, um, what are they teaching me? Like, I'll go to YouTube to really learn. What can I not sit down? All of that. <laughs> I'm usually very skeptical. But this time around, I decided, you know what? It would be great to invest in yourself. So I actually went and paid. And I'll tell you that I really enjoyed doing it. And it's now something I am. I'm excited to explore one just to get advanced. I'm currently taking the course on Coursera and I'm like, oh my God, I actually, there are so many things I do not know. So I'm glad that even in this time of things being on lockdown, every one of us here, I found a way to make sure that we're not depressed, but we've continually grown in our education, in our careers and in our businesses. So well done to every one of you. So first I'd like to talk to now, um, Dio and Happiness, who both have a business on the side, and they are 20-somethings. How do you guys do that? Like, how is they running a business? I'll start with you, Happiness, because the other day, my friend was telling me, my friend, oh, Soma also has a business, so we're going to talk about that. Now, um, my friend was telling me, Jessica, you've been working for these people, these people for a while now. Don't you want to start a business? Don't you want to start something? And in my head, I'm like, this girl, okay me start business funny thing is i have a phobia for starting a business i had i have phobia for entrepreneurship because i'm like this life that life is not easy i've seen people do it and it's not easy but everyone of you here have mentioned the fact that you actually have something on the side so happiness let's start with you how is that actually having a business how is it for you as a young person okay <laughs> for me i i think um you know that point where you get to and you're like okay i'm done with um, school I've served, okay, where's the job? And statistically, looking at Nigeria as a whole, I've discovered that mostly, I grew up in Lagos, but mostly you tend to understand that most um, young children from the West, their parents tend to send them to learn a skill when they're still young. And by the time they're in uni, and some of them don't go to get to go probably because of funds. They already have basic idea or an advanced knowledge of a particular skill that they do and in the long run you just see that the person will tell you i've been in this business for 10 years 15 years that's because they started from when they were probably very little but coming down to my side most of them just tend to either go and become what's it called um to run and run for someone learn a particular trade that's what they do People from my side, they tend to learn trade and the ladies tend to go to school for the ones that their parents can afford. Then the ones that don't, they'll just probably be home until they probably get married. But for me, after school, and I just discovered that, voila, I kept applying and I didn't get what I wanted to do. So I've been through a series of training. I learned um, event planning. I learned um, shoemaking, I learned um, till marketing, I wanted to use it for my business, then I learned millinery. So what pushed me to this 
point, I actually left, it's not like I left Ibentan, I actually manage someone's event. So whenever she has jobs, weddings, birthdays, I manage her event. But I discovered that most people don't want to hand over their events to upcoming event planners. They feel that, okay, you don't know anybody, you don't have, are you sure you'll be able to handle my event? So for most people that just start out in the business, except probably they first plan their friend's wedding, their sister's wedding and stuff like that. And personally for me, I'll say that um, my cycle of friends, none of them have probably gotten married yet. Mm-hmm. And the friend that I was able to plan her wedding a few years back, that one didn't get to pay me. So I decided, okay, let me learn something that I would say this is like a skill I could work with. So I decided to learn millinery. I resigned from my job my first job after service because the lady, my image manager made my life a living hell. So I was like, I can't continue like this before I will kill myself one day. <laughs> so I resigned and I decided to learn a skill and the only one available at the time was millinery. So I learned it and I was like, oh, what is this all about? I learned it and I will say that so far it has been from one discovery to another. How I put it in place with my business it's something that you people tend to order for it so because I don't have a store I work from home I do a nine to five so having a store is just out of it so people tend to order okay I have a wedding next week and I'll be needing um hair pieces for my bridesmaids or I have a wedding next month so there's, there's time frame between when you need it so if I go to work from Monday to Friday I know that my Saturdays are free so I'll just go to the market, get the materials that we need and just work on the piece. And I think that's how, then if I need to wave you to either I, if it's out of Lagos, either I probably I'll say, okay, I'll wave it on Saturday so that the person will be able to probably get it during the week because I obviously have to go to work from Monday to Friday. So that has been having pushing the two of them together because I will need fund millinery. It takes a whole lot of money to buy materials that, you will need in the long run to help people design their pieces. Okay, so well done, well done, well done. That sounds like a whole lot, so I'll say well done. <laughs> well done. But like my friend would say, this money has to be made, so we have to find a way to make it. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure that it's complete. Okay, now I'll talk to Dyer. So Dyer, how have sure, you... Sure. Yeah. How have you managed doing business as a young person in Nigeria? I know that doing a business, having a business is never an easy task. So have you managed uh-uh. to do that as a young person in Nigeria? Okay, um, first of all, deciding whether you want to be a business person or a 95% starts with you understanding yourself. You have to be able to know if you're a 95 kind of person or if you're the kind of person that can run a business. Of course, nobody... I don't think this skill can come to you except you actually experience it. Sometimes it's just fears. You're scared that, ah, what if I go into a business and I go bankrupt? What if I'm not able to manage the business successfully? What if I'm not able to find people who can work with me? What if I'm not able to? And then the nine to five, you might just say, ah, what about if the stress kills me? What if I have to wake up early in the morning and all of that? So, and there's this set of people that can manage to do both, you know, like um, happiness here, that can do nine to five and still run a business together, you know. But me, it started off for me as a means to an end. It started off when I was in school. And uh, I remember someone asked me, in school, asked me in school that time that, do I want into fashion designing fully after I graduate or I just, I'm just doing it? I said, well, right now, it's a means to an end. I intend to go on the journey and I intend to take it as it comes. 
And as it would um, turn out after school or during my service year, I was able to work and still run my uh, fashion design. In, like, I'll go to work during the week and make, make some clothes at night before I sleep, go to the market on Saturdays and all of that. But after service year, I continued applying. I was still hoping to get a job. But I just got to the point, I told myself, I said, guy, just keep pushing with this. Do your proper branding. And even now, I get jobs so much so that I'm not able to handle everything. I have to contract some part of them to trusted oh, hands. Wow. Because during the journey, yeah, during the journey of learning, I met a lot of stylists and a lot of people that I have confidence in, that I know that they would do it just like the way I would do mine. And of course, you have to give them specifications. This is how I do because... I feel like every fashion designer is unique in his own way. So I tell them, this is how I do mine. This is how I want you to do it. And you just have to monitor or supervise. Or when they are done, you have to check for quality and all of that. So it, it just boils down to you as a person. If you feel this is what you want to do, just channel all your energy into it. It's not easy. The truth is, it's like, there are some days you look at your bank account and you be like, ah, and I'm working like this. What am I going to show for you? <laughs> you know? And sometimes you'll be like, oh, thank God, I didn't. I was broke two days ago. You know, that's that's the nature of business. You can be down today and then tomorrow you just get a call. You know, that's that's the way it is. It's really unpredictable. But trying to um, maintain a balance in the business so so much so that you can say that <clears throat> from my business I can generate at least this amount of money per month is what is goals for me right now. And, over the past few months, I've been seeing a steady flow that I can say, okay, at all, at all in a month, I can make this kind of money. So that's 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 just what it is. It's not really easy, but you have to keep pushing up. Wow, well done, well done. I mean, I'm, I'm getting encouraged from both of you, you and happiness of managing this as business people. I'm going to say well done. And let's talk to Soma, who is students, but also has stuff she does on the side. I know Soma has been quite evasive in the sense that she hasn't she hasn't mentioned what she does. I'm not very sure why, but let's hope that she can tell us tell us how she manages it. Okay, um, managing both school and the other things I do, it's not quite easy. And to answer your question, yeah. I run a blog, I run a podcast, and I was I'm also like developing a community on the side. And from, you know, this stuff that I do, I try to generate content for, sorry, <clears throat> platforms that might need it. So most times I, you know, do stuff and then I give it out to, you know, various platforms that need to host stuff like audio and video on their whole. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. So managing this stuff and plus my schoolwork and, you know, 400 level now, you have to start thinking of projects and all of that. It has not been easy. But the thing that keeps me up and running each and every day when I wake up is, you know, the passion, like Dio said, um, the passion, my passion for these stuff and, you know, the ability, the zeal to succeed in life and all of that. So it just keeps me on my toes and, you know, I just want to do more and get more out of life. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's very beautiful to hear. So you have a podcast, you have a blog, you also create content. You're, create, you're a content creator in general, basically. <laughs> well done. But then, does it pay your views? How is it for you? Does it pay your views? Does it give you money? Does it make you happy at the end of the month? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And it can be so discouraging because, you know, it's just as if I, I just want to give up. Because 
how would I be walking like what there's this land you walk like a monk walk baboon and then eat like what and it's it's so discouraging but in these times I always remind myself that there are some days where you know you'll be eating and this and you forget that oh you know there are some days that you've had worse experience and all of that so I just you know stay happy all the time knowing fully well that good things will come yeah well done. So if there's one thing, if there's one thing about being a young person, or let me say, well, if you had an, if you had to give an advice to a young person who wants to do school and business or things on the side, what advice would you give to them? Well, um, I really, I don't want to put it in a way that sounds so, you know, but just, <laughs> just for your passion and make sure that like the thing you want to do is something you have you know, passion for that and you, you know that you can cope because some people go into things and you know that, oh, so that, you know, I just want to do this thing so people will know that, oh, I've arrived or people would know that, you know, I have things that I'm doing, yeah? Just do something that you know is your passion and then you know that you can consistently put up stuff for. Oh, well That's done. It. Thank you. Thank you very much for that advice. So now ask <laughs> Daya the same question. Dio, what would you ask a young person or what advice would you give a young person who would like to do business or run a business right now? The first thing is, don't believe what you, what you see in the news. Oh. <laughs> it all your business is smooth, <laughs> like it's just a jolly ride. All you need is this, that, that, that. No, you have to experience it. You have to know that there's something okay you have to have a goal basically when you're going into business you know you just don't go into business because other people are doing it if it's passion for you if it's the money because trust me money is the highest motivation you know that okay i want to make money from this adventure that's the highest motivation for me you know and then uh, it's if, like i said if it's passion you have to look at people who have done it this particular type of business you want to go into what can you draw from their experiences ask them questions what's the experience although everybody's experience is unique to them but you can just ask them for you to just have a fair share a fair um knowledge just have an insight into what you're going into before you enter and you say how why did i enter this thing into the first place so you just make your research be be, uh, be focused and be goal-oriented that's that's just what it is so that on the bad days You'd be strong. You'd keep telling yourself that yes, I have my eye on to go. Mm. Well then, thank you very much for that advice. So I'd like to ask though, where do you see yourself? In, I know this is a very corny question, but <laughs> where do you see yourself <laughs> in the next five years? Uh, well, obviously, have more people working with me on a more permanent basis. Have like a showroom because. I don't want to have the conventional showroom and workshop together. I just want to have showroom and a workshop on the other on another side. So that's yeah, that's what I'm working towards. And in the next five years, I see myself doing that. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll see you working. Probably see your clothes on like the High Neck in Lagos Fashion Week and all of oh, that. Uh, don't forget goes, those yeah, when you blue. <laughs> hey, don't forget those when you blue. We get to get that. <laughs> all right, well done, Dio. <laughs> okay, so happiness. First, let's start with what advice would you give young people who want to combine business and work and nine to five yeah. Okay, so basically for me, I would say that um, first and foremost, you have to put God first because I don't know, so many people just, if you listen to some motivational speakers, they'll tell you, I bought a cup of Gary and by the next day, I had a truckload of Gary. Um, like um, Dyer and Soma said, it's not as easy as it looks on social media. 
it's not um sometimes when you're trying to tally okay i made this at the end of the month how much have i made you discover that to a large extent if you do your proper costing you might actually be running at a loss some months because maybe you have done probably giveaway for a friend or you have done reduction in price for a friend and you have done some other expenses that you didn't plan for and you'll be running at a loss so just um give it your best be passionate about whatever you do because if you're not passionate at some point you just when the going gets tough you just give up give it all you have got running a nine to five and having a business on the side is not as easy as it looks but to me i i feel that my field um has a um a connection with what I do so it's a way to groom myself be able to relate with people outside so and also get more clients and I, I try as much as possible whenever you ask me what do you do the first thing that probably comes to mind is I mean long before you get to the part of do you have a nine-to-five or what do you do in the company you work with and all so give it your best your all and sometimes be ready to go without probably vacations and all just because you're trying to grow your business to the point where you want. Just give it your all. Then for me, where do I see myself in the next five years? So I recently changed career paths. I've always wanted to be a customer service communication expert. So I but the first job I got had to do with sales marketing, which I had experience with. And um, so this year I just decided that I wanted something more in line with what I wanted to do. I think it was, it's going to be less stressful for me than continuing with the path that I was on. So I got a customer service job and it's been going really nice, well. Um, so in the next five years, hopefully I should be probably in a big admin position, customer service, top boss or admin position basically. And in the next five years, I hope that my business will be, I have more clients, more customer base and probably more referrals or not. Oh, that's so sweet. Nice. Well done. Thank you very much for those points you mentioned. They are all great. And I, I, of course, there's only people blue. We should not forget meal. We're all in this together, just so you people know, because I know people are going to blue. So let me ask Soma, where do you see yourself in the next five years, Soma? Um, you know, see myself going far with the things that I do, uh, you know, Hosting interviews and all of that, you know, securing the bag. (laughs) (laughs) See myself, you know, doing well for myself and you know, all of that, creating an impact and you know, just and just being happy. Okay, well done. Thank you very much for that, Soma. That has been amazing. It has been amazing talking to every one of you. Thank you very much for joining me this Thursday afternoon. To have this conversation because the truth is when i put this on thursday i'm like um will people not be at work will they really join me but then thank you very much this is the second week and every week people have joined me so i want to say thank you very much today for joining me like i said this would be available on sunday and we can all listen to it um so i can answer my own questions that i asked you people because i'm also expecting something 
Um, in the next five years, where do I see myself? Oh my God, in the next five, five years, I want to be the next Oprah, yeah, of Nigeria, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the next five years, I want to be, I want to be, I currently I'm in the communications department, so I want to be like a communications expert, and be that person who would go into and be I don't know if you know Bozoma. Bozoma is currently the communications head of communications at Netflix. She has moved from different big companies from Uber to Apple. Now she's currently at Netflix. So like she's one of my mentors. So hopefully in the next five years I won't be that big boss on the shot. I don't know what I'm saying, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. Okay, and then has it been for me combining everything I do? Sincerely, it's been <laughs> It's been amazing. Amazing in the sense that it's not easy. And amazing says that I think one thing I've come to realize is that contrary to what people say about work-life balance, there's really no balance. There's always going to be that shift. So one is going to be high and one is going to be low. You just have to determine what you want higher and what you can do. There's really no balance. It's never going to be 50-50. So it's not been easy for me. It's been hard work, but we keep pushing it anyways. Um, on what advice would I give to young people? I just want to say live your life. But I don't know if that's correct thing to say. <laughs> so I'm just going to say for young people, do what makes you happy. Let's just start from there. Just do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy all the time. Do what makes you happy. I mean, there's so many things that are going to try to take your joy away. Sometimes you're not going to have money in your bank account. Sometimes it's going to be your boss who is who is just, you know, just giving you a headache. Just gonna, sometimes it's going to be your parents who you just, they probably don't understand what you're going through. It's going to be different things, right? But at the end of the day, at every stage, at every day, pick and choose what makes you happy. If it's a person who makes you happy, great. If it's a thing that makes you happy, well, make sure your happiness is paramount because you don't want to live a life that is not filled with happiness. Okay? That's would be my advice and that's what I'll be ending with. Okay, guys, like I said, thank you very much for joining me today. And until next week, Nice talking to you guys. Bye. 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 Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye.